and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us talking, get us imagining, get us connected, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do a bit more because we made the connection. Our topic today is breaking down barriers and building relationships in community. And we have Mary Rappaport, founder of the Minority Business Growth Alliance, along with Tito Wilson of Image Renewal Organics and Katie Walter of Trellis LLC. I am so glad you're joining us today. Thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. Great to be here. Great to have you. Thank you so much. Oh, it's going to be great. It's a pleasure to be here. I am looking forward to talking with each of you. And the ideas we're going to explore today is about how we can learn more about growing to understand, breaking down barriers, and forming cross-cultural relationships in our community. Specifically, we're talking about race and racial divisions within our population. What is it like for a minority business in our community? What's it like to have barriers and what are, what are folks experiencing when they're trying to be successful? And we know we're not going to be solving all of our issues today, but our guests joining us are going to help, help, help us understand a bit more how we can build towards cross-cultural relationships and build success. Mary, you have begun a nonprofit, uh, the Minority Business Growth Alliance. It just started this past year. I'd love to have you share your story of how you got this started and and where is it going? What's it all about? Well, it's been an amazing, exciting adventure, um, and we've we've done a lot more than um, I had ever envisioned when I when I even started. Um, I guess you know it 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 started with the death of George Floyd and just looking around at. Uh, the world and watching the news feed and just being very, very much touched like so many other people um, about what's happening and, and what does this mean and what's this still going on? And I knew, um, as I saw, you know, things burn and businesses suffer, uh, that I really wanted to do something. Um, I, I didn't know what to do. Um, so I sat with it for a little bit. Uh, but then I thought, well, maybe there are other people who also want to do something. And, and, and Mary, um, you, you have a business background, right? You, you've been consulting yeah. for business for years. Yeah, I'm a, I, I'm a consultant, um, and I help. Um, my business is really to help companies figure out how they can accelerate their growth by developing training and education. So uh, educating, consulting, all of that is really kind of in my DNA, and and that was kind of the way that I, I wanted to think about how could I tackle this problem and how could I solve it. And then with that, what happened? What what did you – you knew that you wanted to provide a way to giving back, but trying to figure out what that is yeah. is kind of tricky. Yeah, it was It was kind of – we didn't know. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, I just didn't know. I had this, this desire to do something, to be part of something – and I wanted to, um, I wanted to do something that wasn't just writing a check or, you know, doing a day's volunteer work. I really wanted to do something that, that I thought I could be proud of and that would have a meaningful impact. And, and so I, I didn't, I just started by, in my LinkedIn feed, um, I, I put out a, a tweet, a, a tweet, a pet post that said, 
Hey, I'm looking at all of these businesses uh, that are burning, and they're minority-owned businesses, and they're going to need help. Um, is is there anybody else out there that wants to figure out um, what what to do and and how to help them? So I just put a post out there on LinkedIn, um, and I it was like one of the scariest things I ever did. Like, what if no one ever responds? What if I just put this out there and I look silly? Um, but it was pretty amazing. Um, I had over 50 professionals in my network reach out and, uh, and say, Hey, um, you know, we don't know either, but we would, um, really help. We would really love to be part of this. Um, we'd really love to help you figure out something. So count me in. Mm. And so all of a sudden I had like 50 people. That we're now looking at me going, okay, yeah, we're, we're down for it. What would you like to do? Um, and so we got together, um, talked about it, and we thought, well, one of the things that we all have in common, and at least on the platform that we were engaging in, is professional skills and knowledge and expertise. And we really wanted to find a way to contribute. And so uh, we decided that what we do is get together and provide consulting and services to minority-owned businesses um, and and help make some kind of systemic contribution uh, and, and make an economic impact in that way. Um, so that's what we did, and it was, it was pretty amazing. Uh, today we've got well over 60 people engaged, um, and, and we're working with minority business owners to help them achieve the goals that they set out and help them figure out uh, ways that they can succeed and, and raise their businesses. I remember one of our conversations you shared with me about the style in which you want to have the consulting take place is a very servant style um, mm-hmm. to, to support. Um, and tell me a little bit more about that. Well, it was really um, important to me personally that we did not, I mean, frankly, everybody that responded in my network, uh, they were all white. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all white people. And I looked at this and I thought, well, I wonder how this is going to be received. Uh, and so it was really important to me that anybody who was going to give of their time and teach people who are already in business, people who probably already had some experience, people who were not probably just starting out and, and, that they would approach this with respect and service and, um, and a way to really connect, um, in a professional, um, way. So, um, you know, we basically, when I spoke with everyone, I said, look, we're not going to be the white savior riding up on a horse, you know, making a grand pronouncement and saying, okay, you got that now. Uh, so when you got that, let us know. We'll come back and give you some more advice. Mm-hmm. For me, this to really have a meaningful impact and be a human connection, it really required staying in it and staying in the game. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to recommend, um, say, a multi-channel marketing campaign to one of these business owners, well, gosh, I bet you're going to have to help figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I bet you're going to have to help them write that because it's often not because they don't know that they need this. They don't have the resources. And um, it's really important that we come in service and that we know that these are really clients and we're here to help them. So for me, that's been a, a really important uh, aspect of this is 
just bringing with this that you are you're here to help, mm-hmm. you're here to serve, you're not here to uh, lord anything over anyone uh, and be clever. It's just really about solving a problem for someone else who really needs it solved. Tito, how did you first hear about this? Um, <clears throat> so my friend uh, Carl Benson, who's the uh, president of the uh, 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 Lord Minnesota Black Chamber of Commerce, he reached out to me and asked me if I was interested, along with the other people that are part of the court. Uh, he asked me if I'd be interested in, you know, having my business, you know, uh, pretty much go to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we, you know, he showed us a list of the services that were being provided and said, hey, if there's anything here on this list that you think you could uh, benefit from, you or your business could benefit from, then let me know. And then I can, you know, make you part of this cohort. So that's, that's how I got involved. How'd you feel about that when you saw, the, how did it strike you? Well, you know, a, a couple of different ways. You know, so, you know, he reached out, like I said, and, you know, said, hey, you know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. You know, here's a group. Here's a group of white professionals. They reached out and they want to know what they could do to help your business. So, you know, initially, you know what I mean? I thought about, okay, so now we, you know, we have in a situation where George Floyd was murdered by, Mm -hmm. by the Minneapolis police. And then, you know, we have. Uh, a group, a group of white professionals that want to help. So, you know, I was thinking initially, like, okay, so why? You know what I mean? What, right. what's, what's in it? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Not, not what's in it for me from a beneficial standpoint, but what's in it for the group of white professionals? Like, what are you know? What are you really trying to do? Uh, but you know, always being open minded and you know, wanting to you know go further and see what see what it was. You know, that's exactly what I did. I stayed open minded. I looked at the list of services and thought about the different things that my businesses could benefit from. So I told Carl, absolutely, I'm interested in, you know, wanting to know more and uh, being involved. So, you know, I, I kept an open mind and, you know, have developed some relationships and, and here we are. You know, so I, I, I feel good about it. Like I said, I did, I never, you know, never not wanted to do it. But like I said, you know, I did have my antennas up and just kind of wondering, what, you know, what, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? With this? Well, I think so, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's important that we're all honest that there's some hesitations of, of wanting to make sure, you know, that we all feel good and comfortable and, and that we're all on the same page. And, and that's what I admire about the process that you all have been doing in terms of, of, of finding that, you know, what are the barriers? What are the challenges? Not only in the business, but what are ways to work together that's really meaningful and powerful? Um, I have to go to break. <laughs> but before we go to break, I want to make sure that folks know about the uh, websites that you can go to. Uh, learn more about Minority Business Growth Alliance by going to the minoritybusinessgrowth.org. Also, you can learn about Tito and his work that he's doing by going to wilsonsimage.com. We're going to learn more about Tito's work and his partner and working uh, with Katie Walter of Trellis. Katie, I'm sorry I didn't get you in much in this first segment, but I promise you'll be featured in the next. Um, and so stay with us. And as we go to break, just be thinking about how, how can we all work on breaking down barriers? Uh, what are barriers out there that that we can do through being honest and open and being willing to take a chance. So stay with us. We'll be right back.
morning. I'm Lori Fitz, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm so glad you've joined the conversation. Today, we have Mary Rappaport, who is the founder of the Minority Business Growth Alliance, along with Tito Wilson of Image Renewal Organics and Katie Walter of Trellis LLC. And we're talking today about how we can break down barriers, form cross-cultural relationships, and and look at how do we help businesses Together, how do we support businesses in our community? Now, we're featuring the Minority Business Growth Alliance, but we're also going to be talking about uh, a business that has benefited and is working um, with a volunteer from the Minority Business Growth Alliance. And for folks who may have just joined us, Mary, just share a little bit about the Minority Business Growth Alliance and, and what, what your goals are. Well, sure. We are, uh, we are a network of over 60 people uh, who are – have developed some uh, some professional skills, competency, and experience in a wide range of functional areas, everything from accounting, marketing, finance. We've got legal partners. And we've come together to help provide support for minority business owners who want to take their business and make it move to the next step. Or maybe there's a barrier that they've been encountering where they, they need some help or some expertise. We've come to lend our privilege, our network, our education, our talents, our thinking, uh, so that we can help uh, reach across the aisle and help these minority business owners uh, get what they need so that they can succeed as well. And one step to help break through racial divisions and create relationships and foster success. So that's fabulous, and I'm, I'm very anxious to learn about how it's all working. And in this segment, we're going to be talking with Tito Wilson. You're a minority business owner here in the Twin Cities and a business champion, Katie Walter. And you two have been working together. Uh, but let's start, Tito. First, tell me, what are some challenges you've experienced in getting your business up and running? Are, are there challenges that would be good for folks to know about to just to, to learn how better to support the work that you do? Um. To be quite honest, so you know my my daily my daily business is a barber shop. I run I run a barber shop. I am a barber, um, and I've been open fourteen years. And so, just kind of thinking on this questions about what barriers did I have, and I you know, to be quite honest. I mean, nothing you know, nothing necessarily special about me per se. But I didn't really have any any barriers to you know opening. Uh, my business and, and running it. Um, but, you know, speaking to some friends that I, you know, that I have that have, you know, either been in business or tried to start a business, I would say a lot of times, you know, just having a barrier to uh, capital, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, to be able to start a business. To get a loan, um, to having, be able to go to the bank right. and and get funding. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That, that, that is a big barrier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Being yeah. able to, to access that capital. You know, and it could be that maybe they didn't have, you know, appropriate credit. Mm-hmm. It could be that, you know, they went to the bank that just wasn't willing to give give them, you know, a loan. Um, some other things could be, you know, maybe just not having the proper connections, like some of the, you know, relationships that I've formed uh, since working with M- MBGA. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so- sometimes we just don't have what we need to be able to succeed, you sure. know. So me personally, like I said, I haven't had much barriers, mm-hmm. you know, and that could be just because I'm I'm loud. I, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I talk a lot. You know, I meet a lot of people. 
So I think I just always have put myself in a position where I was able to get what I needed. Well, in our last segment, you shared a little bit about your hesitation in not knowing exactly, you know, what would this, these volunteer groups get out of supporting um, businesses. Katie, how, how did you feel about coming in and, and working with Tito initially? That's a that's a great question. I was excited for the opportunity to um, to work with a small business, and in particular with a business like Tito's, where he's so he has a barber shop and he's got his body butter and skincare hair care line. This idea of scaling from something he was able to that he basically runs in one spot in his barber shop to being able to scale that to an online e commerce presence. Having the opportunity to, to help someone with that was really exciting. It was also, I had a lot of the same feelings and, and concerns that, that Mary brought up of not wanting to seem like I'm jumping in to save someone. Um, I was curious about what I could bring to a really small business owner, um, but I also didn't want to step on anyone's toes or, or say, say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. Yeah. And, and how yeah. to learn what success is and then how what's the next level because I, I love that idea of how it was presented how do I get to the next level it's not saying that there necessarily were barriers Tito doesn't sound like you had barriers but there were opportunities that perhaps um, Katie could bring to you that you hadn't thought about before absolutely absolutely what, what were some so, of those things you know, yeah. go for uh, it well so I'm, I'm going to tell you like uh, one particular conversation that we had what a professional, um, uh, I think the lady said she had worked with Target and some other <clears throat> companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, some questions were presented to me that I hadn't thought about because, you know, I'm kind of like still in the beginning stages of um, creating this. Um, well, this So the skincare line that Katie mentioned, it's been around now for about a year and a half. And literally, I sell, I sell the products right out of, uh, out of my barbershop. And also just, you know, before COVID really kicked in, you know, we had some events, um, you know, pop-up markets, vendor events, different, you know, things that were happening. Uh, but, you know, I started thinking about, well, I need to really be able to take it to the next level. You know, maybe uh, either have a really, really strong online presence uh, and or get into some stores like a Target or whatever. And so some of the things that, you know, some of the questions that I was presented with, I did not know how to answer those questions. Um, and it's things that I hadn't thought about because this is not an area that I've been in before. Uh-huh. So now, you know, with working with Katie and being able to uh, meet and speak with some of the other professionals, it gives me an idea of the things that I'm going to need to be able to move my business forward. So that that really has been a huge help. You know what I mean? Just to have me think about, okay, well, so if I'm going to get into, and like I said, we're just going to use Target. You know, I need to do, uh, I need to go into the store and I need to kind of like survey what they have, you know, to check out things that are similar to the products that I have. You know, I hadn't really thought about those things before, but these are, you know, these are different things that you learn once you have different connections, you know, to people that have experienced and been in these type of businesses before. So that's, that's definitely one thing that I've learned. And Kate, it sounds like you kind of were networking with him. There's some other connections that you're able to provide as well in terms of not only having him think about stuff, but introducing him to other people. Right. And that's, I mean, the the heart of the role that I take is 
to is to help um, is to listen to Tito and hear what kinds of things he wants to do with his business and how where he wants to take it, and then kind of hone in on the places where he needs the most help getting from where he is now to where he wants to be. Um, and in this case, you know, it really was understanding how I scale up a business from a kitchen production with kind of selling it out of my my own retail shop into Target. What is if we're going to cast that vision? Awesome. Let's understand then what it takes to get there. And I come out of business to business and SaaS professional services businesses. I don't I don't do consumer packaged goods. I've never tried to sell anything to Target before, and I've certainly <laughs> never manufactured anything before. And so the the most powerful thing that I can bring and that the Minority Business Growth Alliance brings is a wider network of professionals with lots of expertise who can um, start to answer those questions. Sometimes it'll mean doing the work, but sometimes in the case like Tito mentioned, it just means talk to me for an hour about what this landscape looks like because I don't know. I've never seen it before. Before you got started, did you have like an image in your head about what you were going to do? And then did it change when you were actually doing the consulting? Yeah, you know, I thought and I think because I come from marketing and I know Mary in a marketing consulting context, I sort of thought that most of the business problems we'd be solving would be marketing um, and would be around, you know, technology infrastructure to sell and to advertise, building a message building a a presence and a brand. And there's certainly opportunity to do that. And getting an e-commerce site was a big part of what Tito wanted to get out of this relationship. But ultimately, it was much more about business strategy. And and then it'll be at some point as the scaling happens, it'll be about production um, and things like that, things that um, it it will be more about us finding people who have that expertise versus um, uh, versus it, you know, me being an expert, I'm just sort of there because I've got the 2000 connections on LinkedIn. Um, that's my value add. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just want to jump in. This is, I just want to jump in on that. That is exactly the spirit of how this whole thing started anyway, was me going to my network and saying, who can help me? And mm-hmm. we got some pretty amazing people putting together some pretty amazing parts and services that we could offer. And to have all of those volunteers go out and also open up their networks and being willing to make connections on behalf of, of minority business owners and getting to know people and exactly what they need. I think Katie, in this case, is she's, she's been the model for, you know, kind of what, let me just throw in everything I have in order to help, uh, help you grow and help you achieve what you want. And so I love that story. Well, I have to go to break, but I am looking forward to continuing this conversation because I'm also interested about how your personal relationship developed as well. And it sounds like not only were there business, but some other connections um, are being made and and growing. So I'm excited about that. So I want uh, all of the folks listening to be thinking about cultural work and multicultural work and how can we work together to uh, make the world just a little bit better place, especially in our community. So stay with us. We'll be right back after just a few commercials. And you're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Welcome back to Connections Radio. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and I'm so glad that you have joined us today. We're having a great conversation. 
And we're uh, having terrific people who've joined us. We have Mary Rappaport, who is the founder of the Minority Business Growth Alliance, along with Tito Wilson, who runs Image Renewal Organics, and Katie Walter of Trellis LLC. And we're talking about how we break down barriers, form cross-cultural relationships in our community, and how do we make that happen? Uh, We've got a wonderful nonprofit that's just gotten started uh, by Mary Rappaport and some really interesting projects that are going on. Mary, why don't you just give us a little overview of the Minority Business Growth Alliance, and then I want to go to Katie to have her share about her experience in in volunteering. Sure. Minority Business Growth Alliance is a network of professionals who want to give back by working alongside a a minority business owner to help them uh, achieve the goals that they have for their own business. And so we offer a wide range of consulting services in every function, uh, pro bono, and, and make connections that way. And Katie, you uh, volunteered to help out with a project, and you were introduced to Tito Wilson of Image Renewal Organics. Tell me how that how that got started and and how it went along and some challenges that came up and some things yeah. you discovered. Yeah, Tell me all about it. Question. Well, and I, um, so I got introduced to Tito through, through the Minority Business Growth Alliance and learned about body butter and beard oil, which I didn't know about before this, although my husband had grown a massive COVID beard. And so <laughs> um, Tito was nice enough to give us some samples for that. Um, the primary challenge I think Tito was looking for us to solve at first was to to build e-commerce for the, the product, for the the skincare and, and hair care products. And like, this is, I know how to do this. I know how to find designers and website builders. And I am going to, I'm going to get this man a website. And um, it took me a really long time to find a, um, a pro bono resource to, to do the e-commerce um, build out for Keto. And ultimately, and, Tito will tell you, he ended up paying someone else, paying someone, going out on his own to do it. And they felt terrible. They also had to learn not to take it personally. Right, Tito? That's, that's right. You know, we, we, we you know, it's, it's kind of funny. You know, I, I really don't, you know, I didn't mind having to do it on my own. You know what I mean? And like I tell uh, Katie all the time, and I told Mary, you know, like this is something that I should have had done anyway. You know what I mean? So, like I said, back to that list, when we, you know, first got introduced to this opportunity, I said, hey, you know, maybe now I can get a website, you know. So, it, it, it's not a big deal, not a big deal at all. <laughs> he ends up making me feel better about my failure uh, and that it's not a failure. It, it was not It was not a failure at all. We're, you know, hey, we're busy. You know, every, everybody's busy. So, it was not a failure at all. But now you can buy his product online, so that's awesome. And then what we pivoted to as he got through the holiday season was saying, well, he has this vision and this ambition um, around getting his products in stores and having a, you know, scaling up from his kitchen operation into something grander. And we've, we took a big step back to look at the business strategy and, and meeting with um, people who had done this over and over again for big brands to talk him through it. And right now we're putting together a three-year go-to-market roadmap um, to sort of understand what are our steps between here and national, um, a national presence. Mm. So we have big ambitions that we're building out here. 
Tito, how have you felt the relationship has grown between you and Katie in, in doing these projects together? It's wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I get excited when I know we're going to have a Zoom call, whether it's just going to be me and her talking about things or if we're going to have another person online, another professional to be able to help out. So I absolutely enjoy it. I'm glad that I, you know, I didn't meet anybody else as far as like someone that was going to be my own personal, you know, person, you uh-huh. know. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad I was connected uh, with Katie. So everything, everything has been been great, you know. And like I said before, I, I never wanted her to feel bad about, you know, anything that that she felt like should have happened in a certain amount of time. It's okay. So me and Katie, I, I feel like we have a great, great personality. I mean, a great partnership. Uh, Katie, have you learned something about yourself? A lot of times, people volunteer because it's it's also to to find out a little bit more about who you are. Did, have you found some things about yourself that, that you discovered through doing this volunteer project? I, you know, I think one of the, the big lessons is just every time we can get practice in um, trying and not getting it right and yeah. then moving through that, I think there's a resilience factor there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've appreciated that and I have appreciated the ability to really lean into what Mary called that servant mindset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause I think some of that translates well when I'm talking with my, with my paid clients as well of um, these are people, especially working in small businesses that are so invested in the outcome. They're not looking for, no one's looking for me to come in and save the day, but I do have gifts to bring. Mm-hmm. And so I think Tito has helped me really reconcile um, what my opportunity is to, but my best way is to use those gifts rather than feeling like I need to be right. He, he seems to uh, give you a little bit more confidence that you don't have to do it all, you know, that, that it's a real team. And I like that. I like hearing that between the two of you of like how you can each support each other in figuring out how to problem solve. Uh, Tito, tell, tell me, have, have you learned some things about yourself in working with Katie? I've learned I've learned some things about myself. One, to be patient, uh-huh. you know, to be more patient, and to really respect, you know, the gifts and talents that, uh, talents that other people have and what they bring to the table, uh-huh. um, and to you know to, to honor and look forward to those things. Um, you know, I've worked with uh, different you know my, uh, different groups of people before, you know, but never kind of like where it's really like a concentrated effort to get my business to another level. Uh-huh. So, you know, I've learned to see people differently. I've learned to always, you know, just be be open and honest with, with uh, people that I'm working with. You know, not like I wasn't honest no, before, no, but, yeah. you know, just more open and transparent, I guess I should mm-hmm. say, about, well, you know, what I what I expect, what I what I want, what I'm going to offer, and what I'm going to get. It, so it's, it's really been an amazing experience. It sounds like there's been like a lot of trust built up between the two of you about talking about things that are important. And with uh, Katie bringing in new opportunity, it sounds like you're both kind of exploring it together, which I think is great. You know, that there, there's a trust between the two of you to you may not know, but you're willing to both look at, you know, what could it be? Yeah, and I have to say, as I was putting that three-year plan together, I kept seeing myself there at the end of three years, and uh-huh. then thinking, I hope, I hope we still, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. at least connected to the guy on Facebook by the time this <laughs> this all comes to be. But yeah, I, I'm invested. 
Tito, if someone came up to you and said, hey, I've got this opportunity to be working with the Minority Business Growth Alliance, what would you tell them? If so, knowing what I know now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'd say absolutely. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt. Uh-huh. Uh, and hopefully, you know, and I, I'm not, I'm really not trying to like uh, stroke any egos or whatever, but, you know, prayerfully that, you know, the person that they're uh, partnered with is as good as Katie is. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully they can build that relationship where really it's really important and, you know, the two people are able to work together and really get some things resolved. You know, because sometimes, you know, you have these sort of partnerships and they don't work out. Right. You know, maybe the personalities collide or maybe, you know, one person is too pushy or, you know, whatever the case may be. So I, I definitely would say absolutely work with uh, Minority Business Store clients. Absolutely. If you want to see your business go from where it's at now, you know, to where you ultimately want it to be. And I'm not there yet, but I feel like I'm on a pretty good trajectory to get there. So absolutely. And Mary, I have to believe that you had some insight in terms of how to match the right volunteers to um, the opportunities. Was that something that you thought about in terms of, you know, what would be the best match? Only, only in that we had, we really wanted it to work. Yeah. Uh, we, it's really hard to figure out chemistry, um, uh-huh. with people that you don't, you know, I don't know all of these 60 people myself really well. I don't know all of the business owners. Um, but, you know, I think the best way is to just make sure that everybody values, um, you know, as Keto said, transparency, uh, authenticity. Um, if, if you can bring authenticity and, and transparency and openness, you can kind of, I think you can kind of work around a lot of differences in, in work styles and work approaches. And so I was at least hoping that people that would come here would do so in the same spirit of, of openness and curiosity and that that would get us through. And I think it's helped. <laughs> I think it's helped. Well, can, can I say, can I say just one thing? Absolutely. I think, I think one thing that has helped, and I haven't had, I know uh, a couple of the uh, other uh, minority businesses that are involved in this cohort, uh-huh. uh, and I really haven't, I'm going to reach out to them, you know, uh, now that we you know, are having this conversation here. But I think one thing that has been really helpful, like I said, you know, I had my apprehensions uh, up front, you know, like I, like I was, uh, like I shared earlier about, you know, hey, this white group going to come in and, 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 and work with black businesses. I think the thing that's been helpful is that that uh, kind of like savior or superiority right. attitude that, you know, sometimes can be out there, mm-hmm. you know, with, with people that feel like, hey, you know, we, we're here mm-hmm. and, you know, we're going we're gonna to help you here. I think the fact that that has not been the case, uh, at least with my, you know, with my uh, interactions with, with Katie and Mary or anybody else that I've to it's it's been helpful you know because that can really that can really kill things and that can really make people you know only you know further entrenched into their beliefs or their resistance to be able to work uh, work across cultures so that that's been really helpful it sounds like from both you and katie that you both met each other where you were at and tried to figure out how can you help each other what does it look like 
and kind of an adventure you know, and being able to see what is the next step. Um, how do folks get to the next level and, and what are ways to make that happen? And I have to say, Katie, you have joy in your, your voice when you talk about uh, <laughs> that project. So I have to believe that this has been a very positive volunteer opportunity for yeah. you as well. For sure. To learn more about this wonderful Minority Business Growth Alliance, um, you can go to their website, minoritybusinessgrowth.org. Um, also to learn more about uh, the great website that uh, Katie and Tito work together on, you can go to wilsonsimage.com. They can buy products there? Uh, Katie? Yeah. Great. Great. My uh, my husband has a mustache. I might have to look at that for for him yes. as well. <laughs> so we, we got we got the best products in the business. The absolute <laughs> best products. Well, good. And they're all one hundred percent all natural as well. Well, it's good to know. I appreciate that. I'm going to take a look for sure, and I probably will be um, purchasing some things for my husband. And I want you all to think about doing that as well. Uh, this great partnership that allowed Wilson'sImage.com to come to life. So. Stay Stay with us. Uh, we'll be back and we'll learn more about how might you get involved with the Minority Business Growth Alliance. There's opportunity. So if this what we've been talking about interests you, we'll talk more about that in our next segment. So stay with us. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we've been discussing some very cool things happening in our Twin Cities. We have Mary Rappaport, who is the founder of the Minority Business Growth Alliance, and she's been sharing some wonderful things that have been happening with volunteers and small businesses working together. Tito Wilson of Image Renewal Organics, who has a small business and who has been working with the volunteer Katie Walter of Trellis LLC. And it's been very inspiring to hear about how projects can help make a difference and bring businesses to the next level. And I also wanted to make sure that we gave some time uh, to let Tito tell about a program that he has, a scholarship. Um, so, Tito, tell us about uh, your scholarship and how folks can learn more about it. Okay, great. So, uh, in 2018, uh, I had an idea. You know, I watched my daughter. Uh, she's now uh, a senior at uh, the University of Minnesota. But, you know, in her freshman year, I kind of watched how she applied for different scholarships. You know, some of them she got, some of them she didn't uh, didn't get, and, you know, for whatever reason. And then I started thinking about, you know, a lot of the, you know, so we live in North Minneapolis, and I started thinking about, you know, some of the barriers that, you know, some of the scholars from this area may encounter in getting scholarships. So I just decided, hey, you know, I can take $1,000 of my own money and offer it. I was going to split it in half, just do 500 to an African-American male. Africa and 500 to an African-American female. And so I put the idea out on uh, social media, started getting some traction. One of the local newspapers, the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder, they hit me up and said, hey, you know, you want to do an interview about this? And I did that. And then Fox, Fox 9 News followed up and we did an interview there. <clears throat> and from those uh, interviews, donations, are, I had no, no plan on doing any fundraising or whatever. It's just going to be an annual thing that I was going to do right out of my own pocket. But like I said, you know, so after the after the, the few interviews, you know, donations started coming in. And so that first year we were able to go from just giving two uh, scholarships of five hundred dollars each. We ended up giving out five scholarships, one thousand dollars each. And so that was the first year. The second year we did a couple more scholarships 
and this past uh, uh, year, well, this fall for this this uh, school year, we gave out uh, three more scholarships. So to date, we've given out uh, $10,000 to nine uh, African-American oh, scholars. One of wonderful. them was repeat. And how do people learn more about it? Uh, they can go on my website, uh, uh, wickscholarship.org. Actually, they can just go wilsonsimage.com and uh, just read out and go down, and then you can click to the scholarship fund from the wilsonsimage.com. But they can go directly on it also at org. They can learn more about it, can donate, and there's actually a place in there also where we're looking for people that want to be mentors uh, to our scholars also. Tito, that sounds wonderful. Thank you for all you're doing in your community. And um, just exciting to see uh, your business grow and and your community having opportunities to um, give back in terms of having scholarships. You're doing a beautiful job in supporting that. Thank you. Thank uh, you so much. And Mary, we have just a couple minutes. Love to have you do a shout out about having folks get involved and connections that can be made. Yeah, well, we're really excited. We hope that if you're listening out there and you want to make a difference and you want to get involved, um, there's no better way to really connect with another person than by, in my opinion, working right alongside them. So if you're interested in volunteering, uh, go to our website. You can volunteer as a as a subject matter expert, you can volunteer to help our organization get better at getting our message out there and, and doing some things that will really help us elevate what we're doing. Um, you know, it, and if, if volunteering isn't something that you have the time uh, to do right now, there's lots of other ways uh, that you can get involved. Um, simple ways is find our page on LinkedIn and Facebook and like it and share it and comment. Um we have raised a whole bunch of awareness and gotten all of these volunteers, not because just my network, but because of everyone else promoting the message and, and reaching out to other people in their network. So that's another way. Um, we've got events coming up. We've got an event uh, next uh, next month on the 13th. To uh, We're partnering with Legal Corps, um, who provides uh, legal services to uh, minority businesses and business owners. Um, so attend one of our events and and tune in and hear what we have to say. Um, or, you know, we really work through partnerships. Uh, we work through other nonprofits that bring minority businesses together. Uh, and if you know of an organization that's already gathering minority business owners and serving minority business owners, we love to be part of raising their capabilities. So make an introduction, uh, reach out to us and tell us who it is that we should meet. Well, you've got to be um, proud, Mary. This is a wonderful organization that you've put together. And for um, if you want to just go to their website, it's minoritybusinessgrowth.org. I encourage you to think about how can you make the connection, whether you want to volunteer or make a connection to a nonprofit. Think about ways to be part of making a difference. Thank you so much, all of you, for joining me today. And I'm looking forward to taking a look at your your products, Tito. It'll be great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great week, everyone.